Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset, and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm so excited. This is the first episode ever. And by the way, my name is Tina Stinson, and I am a certified holistic health coach, a spiritual life coach, and a certified culinary nutrition educator. And I specialize in plant-based whole food eating. I love to focus on mindset and deep level self-care practices so that I can help you manifest the life of your dreams. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself so you know where this all started from. And my goal is to create this podcast for you and to serve you and help you with these deep level self-care practices so you can reduce stress and anxiety and overwhelm and burnout in your life. And you also can create the life of your dreams. So let me get started. So years ago, like many years ago, um, I was a single mom. I was selling real estate. I was just out of kind of a difficult marriage and I'm being really nice there just so you know. And I was under a lot of stress. So I I was selling real estate, which is kind of a stressful job to have when you're trying to raise three kids by yourself because it's based on 100% commission. So if you don't work, you don't make money. So uh, I was doing that. I was taking care of the three kids. I wasn't really close to family, so I did not have a strong support system, which is very important. So I was under a lot of stress. And then like the tail end of kind of a nasty divorce, uh, it just put me in a place where I was just under too much stress. And what happened was I stopped doing things for myself. I stopped taking care of myself. I was trying to overcompensate because I felt bad uh, for my kids, for the situation that they were in. So I wanted to make it the best situation for them. And I was not doing anything for myself. It got to the point where I was disconnected from myself. I wasn't tuned into my intuition and I was not tuned in or connected to my body. So I didn't even realize when I was tired or stressed, it just all felt the same. I was running in a state of overwhelm and fight or flight all the time. And I didn't even realize it. Uh, I could honestly say the only sign that I ever got that I was tired was when my body would just shake kind of uncontrollably. It wasn't like a heavy duty shake. It was just like a slight shake. Um, And I would only notice it if I actually sat still, which didn't happen too often. But I remember the first time this happened, I was at one of my daughter's um, sporting events or game. And I had my two other little ones with me. And it was kind of late at night. And I was tired and I was just sitting in the stands, I remember, and my body was just like at this like low tremor and it scared me. It did scare me. It didn't scare me enough to slow down, but it did scare me. 
And what the stroke did was it definitely slowed me down. So the type of stroke that I had was part of the lining of my artery actually just tore. Um, it was not due to having buildup in my arteries or anything like that, because when the doctors actually looked at it, my arteries were healthy. They told me it was a pleasure doing an angio on me just to, because all the arteries they're usually looking at are kind of unhealthy. Mine were very healthy. And what they said to me, you know, after they uh, woke me up, so to speak, they were asking me questions about um, if I had some kind of a very dramatic injury, like a car accident or something like that. Because that's why this particular thing that they see happen, not very common, but it does happen, um, is usually caused by something like that. And this was just from the extremely overwhelming amount of stress in my life. And I'm not going to go deep into what I was stressed out about because it really doesn't matter. Everyone is different. Everyone handles stress differently. I do not handle it well. And uh, what's stressful to one person is not stressful to another and vice versa. And so it doesn't really matter what happened. What happened was I was really stressed out and I was not doing anything about it to help myself. Now, I want you to also keep in mind that at this time when this happened to me, I was 39 years old. I was in the best shape of my life. I am not lying about that. I was in such good shape and I ate pretty well. So I thought I was fine. You know, I knew I was under a lot of stress, but I'm, I'm fine. I'm young. I'm strong. You know, nothing's going to happen to me. And a lot of us feel that way, especially when we're younger. So, um, I had the stroke after I had the stroke because it was too dangerous to fix the artery that was completely blocked. They had to, they told me I had to sit still for eight weeks to let the artery heal closed up. Okay. Now this was difficult. I had three young, youngest children. Uh, my two little ones were very young. My oldest daughter was, um, at an easier age, you know, more self-sufficient. And I also, when I didn't work, I didn't make money. And so it was almost stressful just to be in that situation. But at the same time, I realized that this was something I had to learn how to to control. So I started to kind of just like learn more about how I can do everything at my absolute best to, to try to make it so that I, I knew that I could be there for my children. I can grow old and watch my children grow old. And I, I wanted to be there and I knew they needed me to be there. And so this was super important to me. So I was really motivated. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's about all these deep level self-care practices that I use to basically keep myself alive, just like I said in the title. And I had to do this. I had to do this. So I didn't really have a choice. And what I want you to know is that you do have a choice. <laughs> you know, people think that self-care is selfish or they don't have time for self-care. But let me tell you something. When you're not taking care of yourself, the stress, the anxiety, the overwhelm, the burnout, it's going to manifest in your body in one way or another. It might not be a dramatic stroke like, like I had at the age of 39, but it could show up as depression. It could show up as an autoimmune disease. It can show up as any type of dis-ease in your body because that's exactly what all these things are, dis-ease, okay? So your body is meant to heal itself. So if you give yourself the space and the time it needs, your body will heal and reset and recover. You just have to give it that space. And that's what self-care 
is. Okay. So uh, what I learned from this. So what I learned is there's not just one thing. It's all things that keep you healthy. And that's why I became a holistic health coach, because you have to look at everything. It's not just about being fit and eating right. Or one or the other, I know a lot of people who exercise a lot, they're very strong, but they don't really eat well. And they like binge drink on the weekends. You know, I know a lot of people like that. So it's it's about all things. And it's not about being perfect. It's just about, you know, kind of keeping a tab on things and making sure you're just taking good care of yourself. Okay. And that's what I learned because I thought I was untouchable. I was in great shape. I ate well. I thought I was just this strong, vibrant woman. And I looked that way, but... I obviously wasn't. What I'm grateful for is now having the mindset of always learning and stepping into that highest version of myself that I am capable of at that moment in time. So it's not about comparing yourself to others and saying, oh, I'm behind or, oh, I'm ahead or whatever you're saying to yourself. It's about looking at where you were, acknowledging how wonderful you're doing, and then moving forward and doing it the best you possibly can. And I decided to do that. And I came up with these 10 different, almost, I, I, I'm going to add another one. It's going to be 11 soon, but these 10 different deep level self-care practices that I use. And so I can define deep level self-care. So I, I call regular self-care like surface level self-care because it's definitely super helpful at the time, but it's not something that's really life-changing for you. And it's also something that you have to like keep doing it again and again. And sometimes it's something you have to pay for, like, you know, a massage or, you know, having lunch with friends or, you know, a bubble bath or something like that. And these are all things that I do and I think are worth it, especially massage. I think massage is life-changing and I wish it was covered by insurance. But deep level self-care, um, I'll, I'll tell you some of the topics that I cover so you can get like the gist of what I, what I do. So, I definitely teach people how to look at their starting points and acknowledge themselves and forgive themselves and others so that they can move forward. I teach people how to write their core value statements so that they have like a GPS of where they're going. So they have their starting point and then they have kind of a, an end point where they want to move towards. This way they can really be intentional with the way they spend their time during the day. I talk about food as your healer, how you can eat food in a way that gives your body the time and space to heal the way it's supposed to. I talk about self-love. I talk about raising your vibration and how to deal with different emotions. Uh, I talked about connecting with your intuition, reframing your mindset, finding your own personal de-stressors, which is very important because there's so many different tools we have to help de-stress or lower our anxiety or handle when we're feeling sad, but we don't know which ones work for us all the time. We never really take the time to figure that out. And most of us, like the majority of us, are not taught this as children. We should be. Setting and maintaining boundaries is another topic that I cover, and I call boundaries the foundation of self-care. If you don't have strong boundaries and you do not know how to maintain them, then it's really hard to kind of implement these other things. Um, and lastly, a daily gratitude practice, which is one of the easiest ways to get started. And I love talking about that. And the one that I was talking about adding onto was 
uh, forgiveness. And that's going to be something that I start talking about also. So these are the things that I focus on. These are a lot of the things that I'm going to cover on this podcast. At some point, I plan on having guests to cover other alternative um, things that you could use to help with your self-care. So I might have been a bit dramatic with the title of this episode about how these things have saved my life, but I really do mean it. And what I want to do is show you how to implement these things into your life now so you don't have to reach that point like I did where I had a stroke. I don't want you to experience being burnt out or overwhelmed or have different form of disease develop in your body. So that is my goal. In the following episodes, I will do my best to share the most useful and accurate information I have on these topics so that I can help you reduce your stress levels and improve your mindset and health and manifest the life of your dreams. So this is my goal. I can't wait to get started. I hope you're excited too. Uh, check out the show notes and I'll have like a free download for you of a meditation and affirmation series for self-love. And that is my gift to you to get started on your journey of deep level self-care. Lots of love and we'll talk soon. Bye.